Every so often when we were little, our parents would go away for a weekend while our Uncle Ron would watch us. Our Uncle Ron has been single his whole life, but he always loved kids, so he always happily did it. One Friday night, the same night our parents left town, we were all watching Titanic during a monster snowstorm. Me, my two brothers, my older sister, and our Uncle Ron. I remember certain parts of this night so vividly, but other parts I just draw blanks. I do remember, however, that the power flicked off briefly, and we had to reset the VCR to get back to where we were in the movie. Shortly after that, our Uncle Ron was fast asleep. We let him sleep while we kept watching the movie. It was at the part where Rose was running with the axe back to the room that Jack was trapped in. One of my brothers was coming back from the bathroom, and on his way, he went outside for whatever reason, likely just to look at the snow. He came back inside yelling for us to come take a look at something. Starved for a little excitement, I guess, the three of us ran to the back door. We could see what he was talking about now. There was a set of footprints in the snow. It led from the back door, then to the window, and then back in the direction of the yard and woods. To make the matter even more eerie, he said he heard the back door knob turn. Our sister, even though she was the oldest by three years, ran inside freaking out. My brothers and I, on the other hand, were kind of excited by it and wanted to follow the footprints. Our sister was threatening to wake up our Uncle Ron as she saw us putting our coats and boots on but I convinced her it'd be fine and we weren't going too far, and that we'd be together. She went back to the living room to watch the movie without us while we all marched out into the cold snowstorm, following the footprints that were quickly filling in with new snow. The footprints led to the woods in the backyard. The deeper into the woods we got, the deeper the footprints were. We weren't sure if that was because less snow was falling to the ground under the trees or because the footprints were fresher. We were following those footprints for a while, until finally, we saw where they were leading to. A cabin literally tucked away in the woods. It was dark inside though, no light was emitting from the windows. The footsteps led to the front door of the cabin, but we didn't dare go up to it. Instead, we crept over to the closest window to peer inside. It was too dark to see anything inside though, but we noticed it wasn't actually a glass window, it was just a screen. Then, there were two thumps from inside of the cabin, and then the sound of something sliding. We didn't see what caused the sound, though. Suddenly, one of my brothers screamed and pointed behind us. We turned to see a head poking out from another window of the cabin, but it was so dark, all we could see was blackness, no features. Then, the head disappeared from view as we heard rapid thumping sounds inside of the cabin, and then the front door to the cabin burst open. We all screamed and ran for our dear lives back in the direction of the house, following the footprints. I don't think we were actually chased though. The next day we tried taking our Uncle Ron on a hike to that cabin, but we couldn't for the lives of us find it. The creepiest thing to this day, we still live in the same house, and after all these years, we still never came across that cabin again. In fact, we can't even find it on maps or Google Earth. If it weren't for the fact that I was with my two brothers, I would question if this ever even happened.
my friends, who I'll refer to as S and J, came along with me on a little camping trip near Blue Mountain National Park. We set up camp near a small pond, just because it seemed like the coolest place to chill. The point of this whole trip was mainly just to get out, drink a bunch of beers with friends, and chill. I cracked open my second Budweiser, laughing it up with SNJ, talking about some of our other friends with music playing in the background, overall just having a good time. Then, however, I saw S reach over for the speaker and turn it down all the way, and then shushed us and pointed out to the pond. S whispered, Do you guys see that? Jay and I looked out to the pond. The campfire had a glow that partially reflected on the pond water, but even yet, I couldn't see what he was pointing at. S whispered, there's something in the water. I went into the tent to get the flashlight from my bag. When I came out, S said don't, but I turned it on anyway and aimed it at the pond. The light didn't reveal anything or anyone, but we did all hear the sound of water being pushed as if someone or something were walking in it. I turned out the light just because I was freaked out and looked at my two friends, who were both wearing cringing faces. I told S to shut off the speakers completely now. We all sat in our chairs, not really saying much anymore, just listening to the surroundings. About an hour passed, and within that time, nothing happened. So we grew more comfortable again, and things went back to normal. Eventually, I went to my tent, and S and J went to the tent that they'd be sharing, and we all went to sleep. Now that I was alone with my thoughts, however, I started thinking of that thing that S said was in the water. He never actually described what it looked like, if it was an animal or a person. My sense of hearing was heightened as I was in a state of alert, and because of that, I heard something from the woods. I sat up, since that always seems to help with concentration. I needed to hear one more sound before I could confirm something wasn't right. There was the sound again, much closer now, and I was able to confirm it was a foot hitting the ground. Whether it was a person's foot or an animal's foot was still unclear, however. I heard another footstep, this time much closer. It was clear someone or something was sneaking around our campsite. There was one final footstep. It was really close to the tent. I started texting S, but I was only able to type out the words, there's something, before the gut-wrenching, blood-curdling scream pierced through the walls of the tent. I couldn't tell if it was the scream of a man or a woman. It's hard to explain, but it was deep enough where it could be a man, but not so deep to the point that it couldn't be a woman. The scream lasted about five seconds, then there was silence. I didn't know if I should get out, call for my friends, or stay silent. I texted S, dude, we have to run. He responded, what was that? I didn't answer right away, instead I tried to think of what we could do. But pretty soon, S texted me again, saying the coast is clear, run for the car. I grabbed the keys from my bag, opened the zipper to the tent, and sprinted to the car, which luckily was only about 30 seconds away. We stayed in the car all night and went back the next morning for our stuff, which luckily was all still there. Still have no idea who, or even dare I say what that thing was at our campsite that night. Just happy we got out okay.
Skipping most of the background of the story, I once found myself walking through the woods during a slight drizzle. All I had on me was my backpack with a spare pair of pants, a flashlight, a tripod and camera, and some granola bars. I'm a photographer and video editor, and I was recording footage of a forest during rain, a river during rain, and snagging some pictures as well. Long story short, I found myself lost trying to find my car. It was the worst day of my life. I was panicking, stressed, screaming to myself in anger, just wanting to find the car. I'd say an hour after getting lost, I started to pick up on noises around me. I don't mean multiple noises at once. I mean, at times, I'd hear the same noise, just on different sides of me. The noise was footsteps, undeniably. I was starting to panic that I was being hunted by a bear. That was only at first, though. I slowed down to quiet my own footsteps so I would more likely hear where the other footsteps were, and when I did, I turned my head as quickly as possible in that direction. I saw half a person's body jumping behind a tree. Instead of calling out something or confronting them, I did what I still think was the smart thing. I walked away fast, playing it off like I didn't see him. It was starting to get darker every minute now, and the rain was still coming down lightly, but my heart was racing faster than ever. I checked my phone every 10 seconds and finally got one bar. I stopped walking, wiped the screen of rainwater, and opened Map's first thing to find the nearest road which was very close. I let out a sigh of relief, only to hear footsteps closing in on me from behind. I turned and spotted the person again. It was a man, and I know that in of itself doesn't sound so disturbing, just really sketchy, but I'm telling you the sight was horrifying. I could only see the man briefly before he jumped behind a tree once again as if he thought I couldn't see him, but he looked huge. Really tall, average build, maybe a little overweight, jeans, and from what I could tell, a dark blue jacket with the hood up, half zipped down, exposing a white shirt underneath. He also had on glasses, but that's all I got of his face. He was hiding behind a tree maybe 15 feet away, and over the sound of millions of raindrops, all I heard was, psst, psst. Now I ran. I didn't care anymore. I was borderline about to have a panic attack. I continued running when I found the road. I ran until I thought there was no chance of him catching up to me. Then I continued walking until I finally hitched a ride from a passing car, who took me back to where I was parked. I didn't bother mentioning what happened to the driver, I just told him I got lost is all. He went on his way as I got into my car and drove the half hour trip back home, all the while reflecting on what just happened and my life.